Take your Bibles tonight and turn to Proverbs chapter 16. We'll read one verse of scripture tonight and uh, take my, <clears throat> use that as a, my text and we'll see where we go from there. I just want to say before I, I do preach, I don't, I'm, I've heard several of you say it and um, I've told him already several times, but uh that was probably, this morning was probably one of the best messages um, that I've heard from Pastor Muncie. I've heard a lot of good messages from him, but uh, uh, you don't remember all of them. <laughs> I hate to tell him that, but uh, uh, that one this morning was a, a good message. And uh, I thank the Lord for that many times throughout the day uh, for the message that he preached this morning. And uh, hopefully it hit hit home with you it did with me and uh um, it was uh, uh definitely uh something that uh, i've thought about all day and uh, hopefully you take those messages with you all week and uh, uh that's what encourages use them in uh, your your daily walk with the lord the bible says in verse one of uh the book of proverbs <clears throat> chapter 16 the preparations of the heart and man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Father, we love you tonight. We uh, thank you for the good day we've already had uh, uh, in your presence and among your people. And uh, Lord, uh, all this is not possible without you. And uh, we oftentimes forget, uh, Lord, uh, just to uh, give you thanks for the multitude of blessings that we're able to experience in this life. But, Lord, the uh, blessings that uh, we'll receive beyond this, the treasures that were talked about this morning that we often take our eyes off of, <clears throat> you're the prize. And uh, you're what, uh, you're the one that we do it for. Yes. You're the one that, uh, Lord, our, our life should revolve around. God, help us to uh, check ourselves tonight. As already been made mention, help us to examine ourselves. And uh, Lord, uh, do that examination of our heart tonight. And Lord, as this verse right here says, um, the preparations of the heart in man is from the Lord. Yes. I pray that we would prepare our heart for the days that lie before us. We love you tonight. I pray for this group of people. May you bless them. May you use me and speak through me. It's in Jesus' name I make my prayer. Amen. The title, Operation Preparation. And uh, not what you're thinking. I know what you think. Some of you are already thinking. You're thinking of something else. And uh, it's not that. And uh, uh, But uh, um, I thought of it myself. But... Uh, you know, we're all preparing for something tonight, and uh, you ought to be preparing for something, preparing for things. I think God teaches us through his word that we're to be a prepared people and uh, uh, that we're to do <clears throat> what he's called us to do in that. Uh, a lot of you are going to be preparing for work tomorrow, preparing for school, preparing for uh, <clears throat> trips, trials, troubles. Uh, you're preparing for what's on the horizon, and uh you know, the, I found out that the well-prepared most often succeed in what the, the goal that they're trying to accomplish. 
And, uh, <clears throat> but those that wander, it seems like, through life aimlessly, they uh, are not very prepared in, in what they do. They wind up in trouble, and they, they can't figure out why sometimes they uh, <clears throat> wind up there. Um, preparedness being, means being made ready for use and ready to do or deal with something that uh, befalls you or comes your way. And uh, <clears throat> I would ask you tonight, what are you doing to prepare in light of eternity? And I'm talking to, I know, a group of mostly saved folks tonight or professed uh, Christ as their Savior. Uh, but oftentimes we make preparations for things that are uh, <clears throat> not needful in this life. We're making preparations for things that um, aren't uh, necessarily what, uh, what the Lord would have us to be making preparations for. Uh, the Bible says here that the preparations of the heart and man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. I would ask you tonight to ask yourself this question. Are the preparations that I'm making, are they from the Lord? And is it what God wants me to be making preparations for? John 14, chapter 2, we know that Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am you may be there also. God made preparations for you and I. And what wonderful preparations that they are this evening. I told my Sunday school class today uh, that we were thinking about the things that uh, uh, God has done there in the resurrection and what he, he performed and the things that uh, we hold to as far as the, the resurrection. And we can comfort one another with those words that Christ is coming again. And we know that he had to go in order that he could send the comforter. And he's preparing a place for each one of us tonight. But what are you doing tonight in, in regards of preparing to go to that place that God has prepared for you? Many of us aren't making the preparation that we need to. Uh, today, the day that we live in calls for preparation. And the Christian today, sad to say, he's not making very good preparations for the days that lie ahead. And we're going to be weak if we don't make the proper preparations in that. You know, we're living in a desperately wicked world. And it's all around us. And the wickedness just surrounds us uh, when we're outside the doors of the church house. You know, and sometimes it just doesn't make sense to us uh, what's, what's going on. But uh, we don't need to get hung up on the fact that it doesn't make sense to us. It, 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 it makes sense to God. We have many questions a lot of times, and we're not, but we're not supposed to live by everything being explained to us. We live by preparing our heart according to the dictates of the Word of God. That's how you live. You're prepared for the things that are there, prepared for the things that you're going to face because you've prepared your heart tonight. And uh, I oftentimes am not prepared on Monday morning for the things that I'm going to experience because I haven't made proper preparations for the things that I'm going to uh, come across. And the same goes for church. Many Christians tonight aren't prepared uh, to receive something for God because you haven't prepared your heart correctly in prayer, in supplication, and in seeking God's will for your life and, and before you come to church. 
I'm the same way. I would ask you to ask yourself, did you pray tonight before you came to church that God give me something that I can use? Help me to be a blessing to somebody. Uh, Help me to say a kind word to somebody. Help me to do something, God, to prepare my heart for the message that I'm about to receive. You may not like to hear me. I don't like to hear me most of the time. Uh, Kim doesn't like to hear me most of the time. But you know what? You've got to prepare your heart for those things that God would have for you. We know that God wants us in church. We know that God wants us to sing. We know that God wants us to pray. We know that God wants us to be kind one to another, to have a forgiving spirit, to do those things that he's called us to do. But most of the time, we're not prepared to do the things that God has asked us to do. It's a lack of preparation. You cannot go into the battle and not be prepared for the battle that's before you tonight. Romans 8, 28 says that all things work together uh, uh, to good uh, to them that love God according to his purposes. I've got it all mixed up. Uh, to uh, All things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. If I stop for a second, I could get it. Uh, but God knows uh, that uh, God works through both the good and the bad in our life for his glory and for our good. And we need to make preparations for both. Uh, We like being prepared when we're going to go do something. When we're going on a trip and we're going somewhere, man, we can load it up. Kim can load up a suitcase and, and have everything in there that we need to go on that trip. We make preparations to go on that trip. Well, we need to make the same preparations that we're going to go on vacation to when we come to church on Sunday morning. This morning, when I came in here, I said it specifically because God had burdened my heart about it in the choir room that I was praying for somebody to get saved in our midst this morning. And I wonder if we would pray corporately as a church throughout the week for a soul to be saved that we wouldn't see a soul saved up here. Now, Brother Muncy mentioned it to us over in the deacons meeting. He convicted my heart about it. And you ought to get convicted about some things that get preached to you sometimes. And we ought to see some souls get saved in our church. There's no reason in the community that we live in that we can't see a soul come to at least one soul a month come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ within the doors of this church. As many tracts as we give out, we say that we give out, as many people that we come in contact with, it's because we're not prepared. We're not prepared to meet the person that we're going to meet. We're not prepared to tell them that they, uh, hey, I go to Landmark Baptist Church, here's a tract, and, and I invite you to church on Sunday morning. Uh, I walked out the door today of the restaurant that was at, and the guy sitting there, and he was just sitting all by himself. And I was like, well, that guy looks like me. He, he looks like he needs a friend. So I walked over there and started talking to him, struck up a conversation with him for 15 or 20. People are looking for uh, peace in their life. They're looking for something. And we're not prepared to be that person that God uh, can use. You need to allow God to be God tonight, and you need to prepare yourself for the things that God has for you. Your job is to prepare yourself for the task that he's given you. The Bible teaches us to set our affection on things above, not on things of the earth. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy, the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and is set down at the right hand of God tonight. 
And we're to set our affection on those things. Today calls for preparation. Today's preparation calls for salvation. Now we, <clears throat> we preach that uh, people should get saved and that's the, we, we preach 2 Corinthians chapter 6 that today is the accepted day, the day of salvation. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, uh, the, and we, we say that the Lord is not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. But today is the day of salvation for us too. God uh, uh, provides salvation for me on a daily basis. I'm working out my salvation each and every day of my life. Thank God that I'm saved today. I'm not working, I'm not working for my salvation. I'm working through my salvation. And what God, God saves me uh, from things that are there all the time. I can see his mighty hand of salvation in every area of my life. Has God not saved you from some things uh, over the course of the past week, over the course of the past month? Uh, the things that God has done in your life, and uh, we 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 know, and, and Psalm sixty eight says that He is is the God is the God of salvation, and unto God the Lord belong the issues from death. He's the God of salvation every day, and we ought to thank Him for that. And we often use this verse, and we as Baptists are bad for it. It's appointed unto man once to die, but after this the judgment. Uh, many of you can quote it. It's in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. And we use that for a saved or unlost person. But you know what? It's appointed unto you to die as well. It's appointed unto me to die as well. And I'm going to stand at a judgment. I'm going to stand before my God and my Savior and have to give an account for what I've done in my life. And, and, and we uh, oftentimes overlook that and we think that that verse doesn't apply to us. Well, it does apply. That verse applies to me. I'm going to stand at a judgment. And, and uh, Brother Darrell mentioned yesterday while we were together in our men's breakfast uh, about fear and uh, <clears throat> that, we're, you know, not having the, uh, you know, we have some fleshly fear there. And am I afraid to die where my soul's going to spend an eternity? No. But I do have a fear when I'm not where I need to be with the Lord Jesus Christ that I don't want to die. I want to be right with my Lord when I die. Amen. And not being within the doors of the house and not doing what I'm supposed to do gives me some fear there. It's, it, 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 it's uh, uh, something that you ought to be indwelt with if you uh, have the Spirit of God within you tonight. And I don't understand Christians tonight. Boy, we live in shallow Christianity and, and we don't wade out into the, the waters. We won't do something. We won't approach somebody. We won't live it and, and, and say that this is the God of my salvation. And I'm not ashamed of Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't know why that we're that way. But we know that the child of God will stand at the judgment seat of Christ. We know that the child of the devil will stand at the great white throne of judgment. Preparation today will bring peace tomorrow. You know, uh, I've told you before that my favorite track that we, one of my favorite tracks that we have is the one that's got peace on it because you know, we're always looking for peace in our lives. I, I don't like struggle and strife. I don't want to be uh, in, in, in altercations and, 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 and always, but, you know, 99.9% .9 of my job, there's never anybody bringing anything to me that's good normally. It's always, how are you going to help me fix this? 
I've got a problem. I need you to fix it for me. I need you to do this. Who can I do? It, it's, it's that way all day long. And, you know, after a while, it, it, it wears on you. It takes you down. And you're looking for peace. And, and I like being alone a lot of times when I'm at home. I just like being alone with the Lord. I like going to my, my, my place out in the garage and sitting in my chair reading my Bible. And gathering that peace that only God can give. Knowing that there's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. In Acts chapter 12, Peter was arrested and he was persecuted and he was in the jail and he was ready, he was, he was set to be executed the next morning. But he was found sleeping. It sounds like me, found sleeping soundly in the prison. How could Peter? Sleep in a crisis that was like that. Uh, <clears throat> number one, he had seen the risen Christ. Number two, he knows that God's people are praying for him. Number three, he's aware of God's presence. But I think that Peter was prepared for what God had placed before him. He knew what was before him and he had made some preparations for that. And when we prepare ourselves for the things that are to come, and especially in the world that we live in, we can have some peace in the things that are going on out there. These brothers that are living over in the Ukraine, Brother Bardwell and Brother Thomas and some of the others, all the things that are going on, they're praising God for the souls that they're seeing saved amidst the crisis that they're in. And we live, we may not have bombs going off around us right now, but I tell you what, we're living in a world today where the devil has got his strongholds all around us with the tactics that he's using. And we, we sit back and we say that we're in a crisis. What are we going to do? Well, this is going to be, oh, what are we going to do? I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to draw as close to the Lord as I can in these times and say, Lord, I'm going to hold on to you because I know you won't let me go. That's where we need to focus. Don't lose your joy in your salvation. Have peace. Make preparations that you've got some peace in your heart tonight. The prison guards that were there with Peter in that, in that chapter of Acts, they, uh, they, I'm sure they, they thought that they were the ones that were guarding Peter in prison. But it was God's peace that was guarding him the whole time. It was God's peace and, you know, uh, uh, Kim and I were talking about it on the way uh, coming back down the road tonight uh, about anxiety and worry. And, 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 and there's those that are just uh, gripped with anxiety. They worry about everything. And, and, and I worry about things. And it's okay. You, you need to put things in order. But I know who holds tomorrow. Amen. I know who holds today. And, and you've got to have some peace with that. If God's your Savior tonight and you're saved tonight and the blood of Christ has covered your sins and you know that heaven's your home tonight, have some peace with what God has told you tonight and, and let God be in control. Isaiah 26, 3 says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Stay your mind on Christ. Get your mind off of the world and the things that are there. 
Do what you've got to do, but keep your mind on Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6, and 7, we all uh, probably know. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplications, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It's through Christ that we have that peace. Take your eyes off of the storms tonight and the things. Don't listen to all that uh, uh, noise in the background, the chatter that's all there. You listen to the noise that God gives you through this book tonight and you'll have some peace in your life amidst the storms that go on. I can have peace tonight because of what God has said. And sure, it's bad. I don't want my grandkids to grow. You don't want your kids to grow up in it. I don't want these kids to have to. But guess what? It's, it's before us. But I can have peace through it because I know who is in control tonight. It's because God. I made proper preparations in my heart. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they give the story of Jesus stilling the waves in the gospel. And... Uh, in each account, Jesus was asleep and he was aroused by the, by the disciples to the tempest of the waves that were there and all the things that were going on. And Jesus answered them and said, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? You know, we show a lack of faith in our Lord and Savior tonight by not having peace sometimes. I can have peace beyond the doors because what Christ has done in my heart. And uh, I can be a testimony for the Lord for the peace that he gives me in that. Preparation also brings victory. How can I sing victory in Jesus? I was hoping he was going to sing victory in Jesus tonight besides the one that sung. I didn't know that one very well. But I do know uh, one of my favorites, and I can remember 223. And I, I remember that's one of the uh, the hymns that, when I rededicated my life and, and started to try to do things, that was one of the songs that stuck out to me. Uh, it, having victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and how can I sing that I've got victory in Jesus? Because the Bible teaches me that I know whom I have believed and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Paul Young warned Timothy in 2 Timothy 3, he said, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Men will be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. And what did he tell you to do? From such, turn away. From such, turn away. And he goes on down in that same chapter and he said, evil men and seducers will wax what? Worse and worse. Guess what? It's going to get worse. You don't think it can get any worse. It's going to get worse. It's, it's, it's before us. I'm not trying to be uh, uh, pessimistic tonight in that, but it's going to get worse. And you can't lose your joy in that. You've got to remember who saved you tonight. You've got to make preparations for it to get worse. It's going to get worse. And they were getting worse 
deceiving and being deceived. But you know what Paul instructed Timothy to do in that? That's, he said, continue, continue. Don't stop going to church tonight. That's the worst thing you can do. Don't get mad at the preacher tonight. Don't get mad at that one in the pew by you tonight. You, you, you get out of church and I guarantee you the devil's got you right where he wants you. And, and, and you'll be gone like that. He'll, he'll sift you like wheat, just like he said that he would to Peter. He said, continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And that from a child that has known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise, wise, have some wisdom tonight unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Have some wisdom tonight. Don't let those things uh, grab hold of you tonight. And some of us are on the brink. I've been on the brink before. And, 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 and teeter, tottering about what I'm going to do. What, uh, you know, I don't know how this is all going to end up. Continue in the things. And you know why Paul could say that? He, he could say that because he had gotten the victory. Paul is likened uh, to a soldier all throughout his, his, his uh, uh, books and the, the things that he did there. And he says in chapter 4 that same, but he knew his preparation had brought him the victory in Jesus Christ. He said, for I am now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. He said, I fought a good fight. I've done it. I fought the good fight. And, and your, your pastor tonight has fought a good fight. That's why he can preach the, the messages like he preached this morning and they can still ring true in your ears. And they can ring true in your hearts. And you can, you can do what God would want you to do. He said, I finished my course. He said, I've kept the faith. I've kept it. I've, I've done what I'm supposed to do. Henceforth there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only. Thank God it wasn't just to Paul. Thank God it just wasn't for the ones that walked with Paul. Thank God it wasn't just for the ones in the Old Testament. He's laid it up for you and I as well. Those that love his appearing. You ought to be looking up tonight for the Lord Jesus Christ. Quit focusing your eyes on the world and the things that are going on around here. Make some preparations for the home that God has went to prepare a place for you. And, and quit the, uh, dilly-dallying around down here with the things that don't make a hill of beans. And that's where we're at tonight. And that's where a lot of churches are at tonight. We're focused on the things that don't matter. I would say that Paul was prepared if you read that last chapter of Timothy there, Second Timothy, he was prepared because he knew that he had done what he needed to do. As we conclude, if you're in a situation and God doesn't deliver you, it's not because he can't. How did you make the preparations for the situation that you're in? Are you ill-prepared in doing that? Have you sought God? If God's not working according to what you can see, it doesn't mean that he's not working. You need to make your preparations and let God handle the rest. Let God do his job. You do your job. That's what I've I tell the people that work for me. They get messed up and worrying about what this one's doing, that one's doing, and that one's doing. Guess what? You do your job, and all this other stuff will work itself out. 
You just keep doing what you need to do. Don't get your eyes focused on him. He'll get you in trouble. Because guess what? He's going to get in trouble. But it ain't none of your business. Stay in your own uh, lane. Stay out of everybody else's uh, lane. Stay out of everybody else's backyard. You do what you're supposed to do. And that's what we should do with the Lord. Let the Lord do his work as well. And you know, if evil seems to succeed, remember that the success of evil is only temporary. It's only temporary. Uh, we, We talk about it. I've read the ending of the book. I've read the, I know what God says is coming. If you're in a crisis, don't demand to understand. I say prepare. Put your eyes upon God and rest in his love and prepare. Expect God's power to move in his own time and his own way. You need to prepare. My charge to you tonight is make preparations for what God has laid before you. Do those things that God has called you to do. Prepare your heart for the things uh, that are there. We live in some wicked times. Some evil people are definitely around us. Things are oftentimes not what we think that they should be. History repeats itself. And things go round and round in a circle, it seems sometimes. But you only have one life to live tonight. And the life that you live, you need to make it count for the Lord Jesus Christ. And the only way that you can do that is to make some preparations. And I would encourage you to not just... I I remember back in when we were going to turn the calendar to 2000. Man, my aunt, she was doing that crazy stuff, uh, uh, putting up Cheerios. And she had stuff in every cupboard and every corner of the house. And, And I'm like... I, I, even even then, I, I surely wasn't as close to the Lord as I am now. But <clears throat> making those t- worried, why are you so worried about that? I know who is in control, and it ain't them. It's my God is in control tonight. Look up and make the preparations that count tonight. Do what God would have you to do. Get your heart right. Get your heart clean. And and keep your heart the way that you should keep it tonight because God is coming back. He's on the doorstep. And, man, we're preaching it, and God God is surely showing it to be true. And we live in a time that we ought to, man, I can smile and I can be happy about what God is doing in my life. And I pray that you get your heart in that condition as well as we stand to our feet.